Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Baggage from 2F. Yes. Hello to everyone new listening. It's so nice to have you here. Yes, we're very optimistic, and because of that, we're going to reintroduce ourselves. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm Julieta. I'm Maya. No last names, because we're cool. Like, share. Yeah. Um, if you are the person from the UK, can you please reach out to us? <laughs> I really want to know who it is. Uh, no, but we can see where you're from. We can't see like the demographic. Like we just, yeah. you know, it's can... okay if you're an old man. We love old men. You can be on the podcast, please. <laughs> we'll Zoom call you in. Tell um, us how you got here. Yes. <laughs> Today is the day before Valentine's Day. Valentine's. If you're listening on Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day to you. Just yes. you. Um, and we have a really special episode. What are we going to be talking about today, Maya? Oh my gosh. Okay. This is going to be falling in love with yourself. Do you agree with that quote where it's like, you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself before you can love someone else. 100%. I don't. Oh. I think people who don't love themselves are still worthy of love and they still like end up loving other people. It just ends up being bad for a relationship. Yeah. I think you can love someone before you love yourself. I think you should not. Yes. Know. Yes. Because it's, I feel it's not intuitive to get your happiness from someone else especially when they can leave your life right you know i just winged that question you like that right love that i just thought of that that and i was like wait a minute because i was like i was raised hearing that from my mother like that's kudos to her for that one Mm. um hold back passive aggressive comments um i was never taught that actually i was always taught like you need a second person in your life two to an extent but yeah she always told me that thought so I guess not fully Mm. maybe she was trying to like emphasize something she didn't realize earlier in life yeah I'm happy I realized eventually though that like I do need to be happy with myself and work on myself and yes you know be my number one person yes and my number one advocate too right so it's natural and you can just do it over time I think this year was the first time that I really like put my mind to it and like I'm actively thinking about it whereas before it was like you know, and actually people, like, take care of themselves in, like, bits and pieces. Right. Like, you know, you oh, phases. yeah, I want to relax this week. Or, oh, I want to, like, you know, work, get my hair done. You know, like, something like that. But, like, to actively be, like, putting yourself first for a right. period of your life, that's, you know, right, tremendous. I think special things happen, too. I think when you put the energy into yourself, the universe gifts it back to you. Absolutely. You know, and energy and, like, your career, relationships with others. Just when you, I swear, how many times, like... Do you work on yourself and like things are going great for you and suddenly like that person doesn't text right. you in like three months texts you? And, like, oh my gosh, they always come back. They always come back. Like either they can see you're thriving online or I think it's just an energy thing. Like, yeah. you know, it's just it's always like that. Yeah, always out of the blue. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this person. <laughs> yeah, we're more spiritual though, and you know, we believe in energy and stuff like that. But. Right. I don't know. And then at that point, you're just like, usually you don't even need them, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of self-love. Hello. So Maya and I prepared five ways that we feel 
we've used to fall in love with ourselves. Yes, but the thing is, um, we haven't seen each other's lists yet. So we're going to share them with each other one by one and like kind of compare and it'll be new to us. And I also want to say, you know, this is definitely a process. I don't think, at least for myself, I don't think I'm fully 100% there yet. Yeah. But these are just things that I've used, yeah. whether, you know, consciously or subconsciously. Yeah. To, oh. you know. Right. At the end, I also maybe want to do like a quick like wrap up where it's like if I personally was to do like a one, two, three, like. What would my, like, night look like, you know, if I really wanted to, like, go into this, like, theme mm-hmm. or focus on myself for the night or something like that? Yeah. Um, without right. further ado, should we just go into it? Let's just get into it. Okay. What's your number one, Maya? Okay, I didn't do them in, like, a particular order. Me neither. They're, like, a little scattered. So number one's a little, like, not not obvious, I think. Number one, I put book appointments. Hmm. Yeah, I put, What like, do you mean by that? I put, and also that goes kind of like the idea of planning, like getting out your planner or calendar and like organizing yourself. But for book appointments, I think like, think about like your health. Like I know me and you and a lot of people I know who live in the city and young people with like for insurance sure. problems and all this, you know, America. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to like find time to go to a doctor. Like I haven't been to a primary doctor in like three or four years. I don't have a PCP because I'm yeah. too old to go to my pediatrician. My last one was a pediatrician. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw her, I was like 18. When I thought I had COVID like a year ago, almost a year ago now, I guess. No, like eight months ago. I did a FaceTime with him so he could look at my face and like talk to him about my, about my symptoms. And he was like, wow, you must be super healthy though overall since you haven't been here in three years. Right. And I was <laughs> like, wow, roasted. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and you know, you don't realize how... Like, every year when I went to my yearly visit, she would take my blood and she would see, like, the vitamins and all my levels, my hormone levels. Good doctor. Yeah. And I didn't realize that for the past three years, I haven't known what was going on, like, inside my body. Yes. You know? And so our therapist recently made me go get my (laughs) blood. Our therapist. Yeah. (laughs) Made me go. Sick (laughs) Yeah, we're so incestual. Um... (laughs) Made me go get my blood drawn to see the hormone levels, my if I had any deficiencies, because yeah. that stuff affects your mood so much mm-hmm. and just your general well-being. She wants me to go as well, by the way, guys, yeah. but Julieta was a little more urgent. Julieta booked her appointment, did that self-love. Julieta was like, you know, like uh, standing on the window ledge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm more... <laughs> I'm more like, who wants to bake at 4 a.m.? Yeah, I was like, before I kill myself, maybe I should see which vitamin supplements I need to take. Yes. Um, and I got tested, and I realized from the results that I was severely deficient in vitamin D, which I'm sure many people are. Yes, especially during COVID. Especially Hello. during COVID. Um, just being inside for so long of a period. I think... This, the number that you're supposed to reach is between like 20 and 30 and then some unit like milligrams per, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was at like six and when my therapist saw that, she was like, oh shit, like this is really bad. Yeah, and vitamin D is a, makes people happy, right? Yeah. And you, yeah, so. Um, it helps you sleep and all that stuff. Yeah, so the symptoms of a vitamin D deficiency are fatigue, huh. depression, and anxiety. Look at that. All three. Nice. Good <laughs> um, job. Yeah, so... And that's not even something you can get from food. Is it bad that I want to go a high five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So get yeah, get your appointments done. Take care of your health. Go to the dentist. You ever go on ZocDoc and it's just like tells you all the appointments you should like book and you're just like the eye doctor. Like I've never been to the eye doctor. <laughs> like I know. Like oh, especially if you're a woman. Like, yes. You, I know you haven't gone. I know you haven't gone. I know it's been two years and you haven't gone. You have to go. Yeah. You've got to go. Please go. You gotta Do it go. for us. Not just for your vagina, for your <laughs> boobs. Like, you know, like, you don't want cancer. Please, you know. Um, mm. I need That's the HP. a big one. I might get the HPV vaccine still at 22, you know. Like, these are things that, like, would be part of my, like, self-love, self-care yes. thing. If you're in your early 20s, really consider getting the HPV vaccine. Do your own research. Look into it. See if it's right for you. Sponsored. But <laughs> sponsoring <laughs> science. Um but yeah, this is not because the HPV vaccine, I don't think you can get it after about 26 or something. If we agree to fully sponsor the HPV vaccine, can I get a free COVID vaccine? Thanks. The COVID vaccine is free for everyone. Yeah, but I'm not eligible. You are eligible. You're a restaurant worker. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like, did we work in restaurants for six years to just not be considered I know. restaurant workers anymore? I know. But yeah, Hot I think topic. like any kinds of appointments too. Like I booked my like headshot appointment, Yeah, my, you know, for, for photos like the other day, like, and they were really expensive, but like, that's something I had to do. Like just general appointments or like making, making appointments with friends, like time yes. to hang out with friends. Right. Yes. Like, holy shit. Like just. What, make just pick one friend i would say like do a close friend and then do like a distant friend mm-hmm. like try to catch up with one friend mm-hmm. like what's a relationship that like both of you have been neglecting you know right. you and the other person yeah. every few weeks i'll remember to reach out to my mom and say like hey do you want to like come over for dinner that's do you admirable yeah i really need to like take those few weeks though in between the dinners but you know appointments go for you know doctors and people in your life yes even mothers yes yes (laughs) and it's okay to not see someone too that's true (laughs) because sometimes we need that and like there's nothing wrong with that like i i'm always i'm always being self-conscious of julietta about like having a small circle of friends but like that's okay like (laughs) because like mentally like there's a lot going on here like I'm a very active like mentally active person and like I have a lot of things on my mind and just like the thing all things that I want to do in the day like if you're someone who's like working uh works out is active um is super feminine like does their nails does their hair does their makeup you know like things like that like those things fill up a day reading playing piano like Sometimes, and then like, you also just need that time to like mindlessly go numb. I think, like at least thirty minutes a day. I think bodies need that at this point. Like we sometimes. grew up doing that, and I think that's just how we've adopted. But isn't like social media like now that time? The problem is it like steals that time from us, right? Because now it's like we're spending two hours numb, but we're not really getting the full benefit of spending time, like, like quiet time. Thoughts. Exactly. Right. We're taking that out right. of the equation. Yeah. Oh. I guess my number one, because I'll go, because mine actually relates to yours was, and I guess no particular order again, um, but my, one of my points was go to therapy. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think every time I, I've had a few therapists now and every time I go without therapy for a long time, I notice that 
my attitude towards myself changes in a very negative way because there's no one like reminding me you're being too hard on yourself yeah and you're not nurturing yourself and you wouldn't speak this way to a friend short term you never realize like how good it can be Right. Like, short-term, you're like, ah, I just talked, or, like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about in therapy. I didn't talk about much. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you yeah. know, as time goes on, you're like, whew. Yeah, because there will be those days where you come into the office or you go on the Zoom call and you have nothing to say. And so you feel like you're just rambling for an hour. Yes. For 45 minutes. But I found that even those times, like, there is something to gain from that. And when I look back to two months ago and I just went to my first session, there has been so much progress. Within the past two months, you know? Right. I think I was telling you last night, remember, I was like, aren't we proud of this glow up? Yeah. Like, just, like, the past, like, three, four months of just, like, self-care, like, little bits and pieces. And, like, obviously I'm not fully satisfied. Who is? Because on the day-to-day, like, we are so hard on ourselves. Yeah. For wasting time or, you know, not getting things done that we want to get done. Yeah. But I think we are our biggest critics just in general in life. Yeah. I think I was really in recovery to like the last like two, three months, you know, from like a self-esteem dip mm-hmm. and like just like the things that happened to me in the past. So I think that especially like the last month or two, like I've been able to kind of like go over the dip, you know, and it's like been filled in and now I can kind of like. Mm-hmm. Do you, you think, know. what do you think helped you go over that? Was it something that you did internally or do you think therapy helped with it? I don't or? think it was therapy. I think I never realized like when I like swallow things, like I'm just so forgiving. I just swallow things and shove it down. Like don't stand up for yourself in a way. I don't know if it's like that per se. It's like, it, it just, I just choose not to oh, create you, a problem. You internalize things. Yeah, I internalize things. And um, I didn't realize that things that happened to me were not okay. Mm-hmm. And I always put, found blame on myself or tried to like empathize with the person. And I still do. And I, I, I think that's a good trait I have, actually. I like that trait about me. But just like knowing like therapist being like, you know, that's abusive or right. that's fucked up or right. that's really wrong. Or you really think that was messed up when they did that to you the whole time, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit. Right. Or me being hard on myself about finding a job or something. It's like, why are you so hard on yourself? Or why do you feel like you're done with your twenties? Like you just got here, you know, right. just a different op- objective opinion to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not how the rest of the world would p- perceive what you're going through. That's really important too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we both grew up with certain levels of trauma in our childhood, as I'm sure most people do. Absolutely. And that makes you really want, you know, you, not you, you, but like you in general, normalize things because you don't want to feel like a victim. And so we just like take on all this baggage from other people and we let them do these things that otherwise if we saw someone doing that to one of our friends it wouldn't be okay right but because it's ourselves we're like oh i'm strong i can get through especially when you have like a lower you're not having a lot of self-love and you have a lower self-esteem and also like in terms of that like sometimes the more and more you get of that little that like unacceptable lower lower levels of like misbehavior towards you you start to accept lower and lower like you get used to it and you adjust you devalue yourself exactly and you get used to this you know i mean it's manipulation but totally yeah i also feel like even like personality 
like my personality is stronger as a result of like therapy. Like I told you, like I'm so much more direct now. I've noticed you like sticking up for yourself recently. I'm like confrontative, like not not in a bad way, like in a good way. Yeah. Like I think I'm just quicker to be like, you know, be your own advocate. Yeah, and just yeah. like say what I think about something and not. Yeah, and I've told you I've I came home one day and I was like. I'm not gonna ask you as much, Julieta, anymore. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, you know, decide, and then I'll just tell you what I'm doing. But I'm not going to run it past you, you know, because mm-hmm. I have a habit of doing that, and I know it's like, you know, you have enough of your own things to think about. So, oh, uh, that's okay though. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's like a lot, like you know, it's not. It doesn't bother me in the way of like, oh, it's a burden when she asks me for validation. It bothers me because like. I see you as such a strong woman who Mm. is, like, so confident in herself, you know? And so I feel like within the past year since COVID started, like, that confidence sort of, like, went on a little bit of decline for, like, different things, you know? Just, like, different factors all around in your life. And I want to see you, like, prosper in your own, like, vision of yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd like to see you get back to that. Me too. <laughs> like the same for you. And I've recently seen you like going on an upward trend too. That's right. And so it's not a bother in like the burden aspect. It's a bother in like, yeah. I wish you could see what I see, you know? God damn Pisces moon. <laughs> it really is. I'm just so, sometimes I just get really sensitive about things or I just like, I'm very, you know, observant or perceptible about how things might come off. Mm-hmm. But... Gotta put yourself first, which is the theme of this podcast. What is your number two? My number two. This is um, a controversial one. So you were saying how, like, it's okay to have time to yourself and, like, numb yourself. Um, For me, personally, I sleep in a lot, and I've been trying to work on that. So my number two was wake up early. Mm. I think that, like, like, because it's a beautiful thing. Like, we always, like, wake up early to go to work or to go to school or to do something we don't want to do. You know, or if we, or something we do want to do. But what if we, like, made the conscious choice to, you wake up even just, like, an hour early. Just wake up an hour earlier for the sole purpose of working on yourself. For the sole purpose of having more time to yourself in the morning with some coffee. Or of doing, of doing the workout in the morning instead. Or of meditating. Or just an extra hour in your day to yourself, you know, that, Mm -hmm. and it's only dedicated to that. I think that is a beautiful thing. And like, I've noticed this week that I've been trying to wake up two, three hours earlier. I'm ambitious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I've been waking up earlier before, cause I work at, I I pick up, I'm a nanny guys and I start work at two. So there was a period like for a month where I was waking up at like one 30 and just going straight to work. And I would go to bed, I mean, super late, of course, too. So now I'm getting up at, like, 9, 10 a.m. And I'm working out and I'm eating breakfast. I'm having time to, like, you know, do things, organize plans, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel so much better already. It's only been, like, two weeks of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? I think whenever we worked at the restaurant, mm-hmm. we would always start our shifts at 4 and I lived so close by that I would wake up at, like, 3. Yeah. Because we'd also get home late, which is fine. You know, we'd get home at, like, 12 or 1. And especially it's exhausting. if we went out. It is exhausting. But I noticed that when I woke up and went straight to work, I didn't feel like a person. I felt like I was just, like, a work robot. Exactly. Yeah. I think Pam, our uh, 
the last interviewee interviewee and uh, yeah. guest on the podcast last week, she said to me once when we were working brunch that she would wake up at like seven because she likes to have time to herself. Yeah. Quiet time to herself in the morning. And that like really struck me when I was like 19 or 20. I was like, whoa, can't even imagine that. Waking up really just like to have time to yourself, you know, but like. I mean, if you're already losing sleep and have to wake up early, you might as well wake up a little bit earlier. Right. You know? And then that also helps with, like, processing the thoughts in your head and just being alone and listening to your own voice. Yeah. You know, I think that's really important because a lot of things numb that out. It also makes you feel like you're not working to live. Or you're not not living to work. You're working to live. Is that the phrase? Like, my, my sole purpose isn't, like, if you go straight to work, and then come home from work, and, like, that's most of your day, it just feels like, and your day centers around that. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like that's your whole life, you know? Whereas now, like, because I spend four or five hours before work doing my own thing, I get to work, and I'm like, no, I'm my own person. I do my own thing, you know? Right. And I Work is a sub-aspect of your yeah, life. just a part of my day. And now that my day is longer, like, this is even shorter part of my day, you right. know? Right. So. And I, I think that also helps, like, Think of yourself as a real person. I forget. It's like you don't really... It's like a domino effect. Like, you don't stand up for yourself. You don't, you know, really engage in your day. You sort of just, like, ride the wave, you know? Right. You have no control. You have no locus of control. It's out... What is it called? Like, an external locus of control versus inward or Mm -hmm. internal. Whereas internal is, like, you believe that you psychology guys <laughs> internal is like you believe that you affect the world and you have say over your life and external is when you believe the world affects you and you do what the world wants you to do and surprise surprise people of depression and anxiety usually believe in an external locus of control in their mindset they mm-hmm. think that the world is affecting them interesting people who are happier tend to have an internal locus of control believing that their life is in their hands mm-hmm despite what philosophy may or may not say about free will and fate. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But also just like during the winter months too, when you wake up late, you know, you cut down all of that like sunlight. Yeah. And so when I wake up at 1 p.m., it's dark in like three hours. You're good about that though. I try to be, you know, some weeks are, some weeks are better than others. You know, I think that also comes with depression and, but I do think that my sleeping schedule adds to my depression, for sure. And it's hard to get yourself out of that. But I think self like you need a certain amount of self-discipline to say, like, okay, no, this has to stop. Yeah. And we have to work on this, you know. Yeah. Um, you have anything similar or different? a different number two? My number two, I don't have anything that, like, really adds onto that. I did have one thing where... Just an aside where it was respect your own time. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, especially with dating, you know, people may cancel the same day of the date. And I generally wouldn't go on another date with that person because that shows that they don't respect your time. Yep. You know? I think another thing is I try not to cancel plans with friends or... You know, plans that I even have with myself, like, to work out or something. Yeah. To go on a date with someone else. Yes. You know, because you have to start realizing, like, you have worth, you're of value, and your time is especially valuable to you and to everyone else. Don't just give it to someone you don't know. Right. 
Especially someone you don't know, like, off of an app or something. Yeah, they haven't earned that. Right. So. Right. So that was one of my things about timing. Yeah, your time is valuable. Yeah. Um, one that's not relatable to what you were saying is um, going on dates with yourself. Like, <laughs> I remember... That's like a bell Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of people have trouble doing this, like, going to a restaurant and just, like, getting a table for yeah, one. Yeah, I do, too. And, like, eating a meal with yourself and just being in your head and your thoughts. I don't do this on a regular basis, but I've done it, like, enough to know that it is really, like, meditative in a way. Because, especially if you're not listening to music or reading a book and you're just sitting there and watching everyone around you and, like, taking things in... Like, it can feel uncomfortable at first, the first few times you do it, but once you finish, it feels like you gave yourself a present, you know? I have the socially anxious guide for this, guys. I have the little, like, um, you know when you do workout, it's like the advanced version and the beginner Mm -hmm. version? Okay, the beginner version of this for me, because I know I get socially anxious sometimes, which I'm also less... Less usually. Less lately. right now lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see that? Um, <laughs> I think everyone's just socially anxious during COVID, though. I know, but I'm just, like, looking at people on the street, and I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? Like, I just, I just like, <laughs> did you see that? Did you see that? And Julieta's like, what? I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Just picturing things in my head. Um, so, oh, now, of course, not right now in COVID in New York City, but, I mean, other places and stuff, you can go to a movie theater alone. Mm-hmm. I did that before. You can watch a movie alone in a theater. That is something that is still counts. You're going in public, but there's no pressure to like talk to anyone or like you're not really being a scene because it's dark. Right. The truth you is, know. movie theaters should have never been a date idea. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> like especially you, you don't get to talk for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe like if you don't like your partner, maybe that's a good idea. But yeah. that's its own problem. Yeah. You get to focus on something for like two hours. I always feel like movies are like almost like a book where you like gain something culturally, so you're improving on yourself. I mean, unless you're watching like an action movie, but still, that's <laughs> cultural lexicon. You know, you have something to talk about with someone. I always think that's valuable. Right. Um, another option is go to a bar or restaurant where you know someone that works there. Mm. That helps. Like, I the, the one, or, one or two times I've gone to a bar alone, I've known the bartender a little bit or, like, enough where, like, I can just, like, have a... Because they don't want to chat the whole time, usually. So I'll have, like, a quick, like... Or they'll be busy, you know? So yeah. I'll have a quick, like, one-two with them, and then I can just sit. And, like, I feel comfortable because I know someone there and, like... Right. Especially as, like, a woman, you know? Yeah. It's difficult. Um, yeah. Yeah. But even, like, not, if someone starts talking to you at a restaurant or a bar and you don't know them, like... There's something awesome about that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, having that experience, even if it's, like, awkward or something. Like, yeah. I know we missed that now during COVID, but I know, like, back then it would be like, oh, in the moment you're like, oh, but think about how beautiful that is. Like, mm-hmm. you're just talking to someone new. Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I think I did go out alone during COVID once. I forgot. I think it might have been in the summer. And I don't know. It was different, but still the same. Yeah. Which is its own beauty, like, realizing, like, yes, we're going through something traumatic as a generation and, like, as a whole society, but, like, there is still some comfort in human beings just being kind to one another. Yeah. You know? There's a certain humanity there. For sure. But, yeah. What's even your number? Oh. No, yeah. I'm just saying, even just us doing all the same thing in one space, even if you're alone. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know? Again, like, we went to that restaurant 
It's called Black Forest. Yes. Uh, and um, Smith Street. They have an outdoor backyard. It's heated. <laughs> outdoor backyard as opposed to an indoor backyard. Uh, <laughs> it's heated. And it was just like, it's full, but it's safe. It's like separated. There's like, you know, dividers and like all that good stuff. And But it just felt so good to be around people. Right. And in that kind of energy, feel that energy again. Feel right. the energy of the city, you know, the right. pulse. Because so. we are a social being. It's like, yeah. Even if you're an introvert, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, number three? Number three. Okay, this one's a little uh, risque. I put... Okay, here's like... If I had like to do like a trifecta... I'm going to like kind of like synthesize three of these right now. Okay. For like a trifecta. Okay, this is like the trifecta if you really just want to like let loose. Like really quick, like really nice, easy. So first, I'd work out. Mm-hmm. Second, I'd take a, a bath. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so time consuming, but you need that. You're going to relax. You're going to take a bath. And then in the bath or after the bath, you're gonna masturbate. So <laughs> I know you put that shit in you. <laughs> you're gonna masturbate, but here's the kicker with the mask. Oh, and you maybe you'll do like a beauty ritual. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that. So here's the kicker for me with the masturbation thing. I challenge you, anyone, to masturbate without porn. There is no problem like with you using porn. That's cool. But try, like, actually making love to yourself. Hmm. Like, masturbate to the thought of you. Touch yourself. Like, touch yourself. Make noises. Like, have a free space. You know, like, really just, like, get lights, candles. Play this podcast in the background. (laughs) Get candles, (laughs) lighting. Get all the gear. Like, really Mm -hmm. just, like, I mean, extra, extra points. If you can use, like, no toys and only use, like, your hands. Like, I think that's really, you know, Mm. that's beautiful, too. But I don't know. Skill. I was just like this came. This was like the first thing that came to my mind actually when we were doing this list. In my head, I was like masturbation, but I like it can be taken further. Like it can be taken to a really like nice like self loving intimate. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I didn't think of it in that way. That's really profound. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, um, I'm gonna reveal myself. I haven't watched porn in two months. Um. And it's tough. Like I've had, I've had dreams where I'm watching porn because, <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, no, 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 I was two months in, and, wow. and then I'm like, oh, thank God, thank God, I didn't break it. Like legit, now that I'm two months, like I don't want to, like you know, like I can't, like I'm, wow. I'm on. The Is thing. there like a porn addict anonymous group that you're a part of? <laughs> Definitely not. I just wanted to like become more sensitive to like natural stimuli, and like I wanted to be able to just get off on like feeling good and feeling myself you know Mm -hmm. so um but again there's no shame in like using porn if you want for this like self-love thing but i think you know just like extra points if you can right you can just try it just try it doesn't work doesn't work get the porn out yeah fine but just like try for like 20 minutes 30 minutes just see just see you know i think for those of us who do watch porn it is easy to forget how much of a reliance you can build up on that you know, and I mean, it does get difficult to try and masturbate without it. Yeah. So, like, you have to train your brain again to get into that headspace. Absolutely. And I think that can also affect, like, the way that you have sex with someone, too. Yeah. Like, it can get difficult. You're also not reading your body sometimes. I know you, we talked about the higher sex drive. But for <laughs> me, like, sometimes at the month, like, I just not there as mm-hmm. much I guess in term for at least for that to make the effort for that and like when it came to porn it was like you could just watch it and like instantly right. you'd be horny and you could just you could like you know 
climax in like two minutes like That's it's true. done deal whereas now like you actually have to like be in tune with your body and be actually horny and like and feel if you're really sensitive like naturally like stuff like that is like so right i don't know like i just feel like a hyper awareness you know whereas before it was like oh yeah yeah i'm always horny like bleh. whereas mm-hmm. now i'm like okay wait like there's levels to this shit and like right. gotta respect like you know I think to add on to that, Mm -hmm. I would also say if you do have an easy time just getting off to, like, your own thoughts Mm -hmm. and, like, your own imagination, edge yourself. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Because, wow. I have a hard enough time getting there. I don't even need to. No, but, you know what? what Once you do get there and, like, you take it back. If I was watching porn, that'd be a lot easier. That would be, like, right away. It is, but, like... In the, in the spirit of making love to yourself and making it last. When you're alone, it's, like, super risky because you don't know if it's going to, like, go away. Because if you're like me, you're like, oh, no, if I miss this, like, hump, then it's going to, like, I'm going to lose it. But, I mean, but, but you also. you have to get yourself right onto the edge and, and then stop in time. But also, like, not rushing, maybe, and, like, taking. Yeah. Don't rush, also. Like, take your time. Like, yeah. just enjoy. I feel like that's the thing. We just wait for, like, we just want to get to the end zone. Like, what about the rest of it, right, you know? Right. Listen to your breathing, you know? Breathing can make it so intense, too. I don't mm-hmm. think people realize that yeah. when you, like, take really deep breaths, that I think it does something to your blood where it, your orgasm ends up being much more intense. Yeah. But, like, if you could edge for, like, an hour... Oh, my it, God! <laughs> oh, my God. It's torture! It gets so addicting, I think there was... Really? Yeah. There was one night, I think I edged for like three hours. What? The orgasm was insane. You didn't want to just like come after like half an hour and then just keep doing it? No, it gets addicting. Like, it's weird. You like can't stop in a way. What? Yeah. I know. It feels like... I don't know why talking about it like hurts me a little bit. Like, it's like... Uh, I feel it. (laughs) Because, like, you get so sensitive. I don't know. There's just a certain, like, sensuality to it. But Three hours? I think I've done longer than that, How the fuck? Yeah. It's... What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Value your time, Julieta. Value your time. No, but this is like, like, let's say it's like 12 o'clock and I'm going to sleep and I don't know. That is the time to do it. You know what? The time just also goes away from you. Like, you can start and not even realize you just ended up using three hours to do that. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a thing. Good for you. It's no shame. It's its own thing. Um, I was going to say, should we encourage, like, I feel like, so, like, I don't use porn, but I still, like, visualize things, like, imagine things. Like, that's okay. That Or should we, like, really be, like... You should be thinking about no, yourself no. and touching. It's totally no. fine to use your imagination. Absolutely. Like, yeah. You know what? Especially for women, I think 90% of it is your mental. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Imagine things. I think of my partner, you know, when I'm masturbating. So. Your partner? <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> Yeah, you're no, sick. I listened to you in the other room, and then I masturbated. Holy shit! <laughs> um, but to bounce off of that, my number three was embrace your sexuality. Yep. Like I think taking nudes. Oh. Taking nudes builds your confidence so much. Like in the beginning, you have to find your angles. You know, and not all of them work the same. You know, the lighting has to be 
good or else you'll end up feeling like self-conscious but once you like become comfortable with the way that your body looks I don't know I think it definitely builds your confidence in a way and then on top of this I think like buy yourself some lingerie like or like a matching set but something to make you feel sexy something that like fits your body correctly like not too tight not too loose this just can like ha- the right fit this can happen like in between the bath and the masturbation this can be like <laughs> the in between yeah because like it definitely you know i think lingerie is beautiful and it makes you see your body in like a way that we don't see it on the regular like yeah i feel like on the day-to-day like i'm so hard on myself mm-hmm. and then when you take like a moment to like just feel sexy it just definitely it shifts your mindset about yourself yeah. you know julietta can i just say you were masturbation goals <laughs> <laughs> i am still like hubba hubba thinking this. about <laughs> but also like i mean i know you, you have like nice lingerie and you take great nudes i'm a little more thank lazy you, thank you but you know what i i encourage you to you know, I've seen your lingerie. You have a really great lingerie, first of all. Like, okay, I, why are you... <laughs> I don't even have, I have, like, two things. Well, it's hanging on your door. Oh, the bras? Like, the online bras? Yeah, that bras. counts. Like... Okay. Oh, that's another thing. Like, on your day-to-day, if, you know, Adore Me, they have a great thing where you can get a matching set for, like, 30 bucks. Are you guys picturing us in lingerie right now? <laughs> <sighs> we, should, we should start, like our own instagram for it oh we have enough side hustles no but adore me like you can get bra and panties that are matching and then like knowing like going to work let's imagine covid isn't a thing right now but even just going to the supermarket and knowing that like under your clothes like you look really good and like sexy like that's its own confidence boost throughout the day like you know you feel put together you're right you're right put some perfume on really jazz it up yeah um i think also you know, get yourself toys, you know, Ah, buy a toy for sure. Like, you know, splurge on yourself, get yourself a present. You are worth it. Treat yourself. I have not in so long. Um, and then I think, you know, (laughs) you want to, if you want to send them in (laughs) free gifts, Yeah, someone sponsor us, (laughs) Adam and Eve. Um, but yeah, I think all of this boosts confidence, definitely changes your self image. When I was little, one of the first emails that I saw on my parents' computer was Adam and Eve, and I would purposely click on them to, like, look at the pictures. And then you'd mark it as unread? <laughs> oh, my God! Did we not? <laughs> wow. Who's going through my emails? <laughs> Been hacked by a Russian man. <laughs> I didn't know Adam and Eve was that old of a company. Yes! Wow. Yes, yes, wow. yes. That yes. explains why their white website is so, like, bad i feel like they need like a better software programmer um but yeah and i think also at the base of embracing your sexuality like you have to be true to who you want to have sex with if you're a sexual person at all like being asexual is okay you know um i think you just need to be honest with yourself and yeah you know stop going to the status quo if it doesn't work for you and that also you know ties in with like kinks too you got to be honest with yourself about that I respect who you give your body to as well that's a big one yeah yeah and how they treat your body mm-hmm. and standing up for your boundaries and like what you need as a person mm-hmm. to feel good 
you know, physically yeah. and mentally. Yeah. That's just general life, life wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone uh, gets off differently and we'll do a podcast about that. <laughs> uh, what's your number four, sis? My number four? Yeah. Um, so my number four is actually related to this, accept your body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think saying like be in love with your body is such a stretch from like where most of us are especially in like today's day and age of seeing people on instagram yeah. and even confident know. people you know yeah. you have your days you know yeah you definitely have your days it's different all the time because bodies are constantly changing that's true especially if you have a uterus like your hormones are constantly oh changing. my god the other remember the other day i told you guys like i I mean, Julieta has the has the nice um, melons. I, <laughs> by the way, um, the so needless to say, I have more apples. So the other day, like I got out of bed in the morning, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. I like got up, and like the moment I stood up, it just like they just like fell, and it feels like they're just like falling to the floor, and your back is like whoa, it's like a whoosh, right? Like I'm for me only imagine Julieta, but like it. That's that's significant weight right there. The fact that, like, I can, like, feel my chest, like, drop. Right. It's got to be, like, a three-pounder, you know? It's just fucking water and, like, blood, yeah. you know? Like, what? Yeah. Like, there will be different times of the month where you're in pain, um, where you feel bloated. Some mornings you just wake up bloated randomly. Yeah, acne. And, like, I don't know. I think I've gotten to this point of... I'm not in love with my body, but some days it's like, okay, this is it. This is what I have. And I've been on insane hikes with this body, you know, like, um, it's gotten me through my entire 21 years of life. And it's pretty much the one thing that has been there for me for 21 years. Bodies can be so random. I feel like me and you as especially like we have such random, like our bodies are just like, besides like cycles, whatever, like that aside, like just randomness in terms of like bloating and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. guys girls don't just like some girls bloat during their periods some bloat during pms i bloat during ovulation like last month i was bloated like more than half of the month like i don't even know what the fuck is going on so like (laughs) you don't even know like and guys bloat too everyone bloats people have heartburn like there's just so much you know phlegm in the morning these are the things we don't talk about but it's just a part everyone has these things And also pain, like, for people with chronic pain, that's another thing that you have to accept. Yeah. Like, especially people with endo, like, I'm sure it's easy to, like, curse your body and wish you had another one, but, you know, you have what you have. Shout out to my polycystic sisters. Yeah. Gotta take care of yourself. Especially, like, taking the extra time to take care of that, you know, and not beating yourself up or wishing that you had someone else's. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, acceptance, acceptance. And then another thing about like the whole tits thing, like, I feel like, (laughs) you know, society standards of people's bodies change so often that like, it's insane that, you know, someone who identifies as a woman that like her body can be a trend. Like, yeah. You know, in the 2000s, those bodies that were, like, popular were very different from the ones this year. Absolutely. Especially, like, the last five years. Like, butts, 
Like yeah. glutes and hips have a big comeback, right? Yeah. And it's like these aren't just things that you can change. Right. And like you can work out, but like do you know how much work it takes to get your butt? Like there's so much pressure now for like leg day and mm-hmm. like everyone's becoming like yeah, a, like a fitness model and working on their glutes and doing hip thrusts. And like I do these things, you do these things. I don't want to, I don't, you know, it's not my thing. I don't, don't want to control my life. It's just something I do to stay healthy as well. Mm-hmm. But like what? Like, it's, it's so much right. of your life and time and energy. And, like, in five or ten years, maybe, like, you know, tits will be back in. Or maybe, like, bellies will be in, you know? That happened in the Renaissance, you know? Mm-hmm. When the apocalypse comes. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's frame and build is Absolutely. different. Like, the way that your body builds muscle and the way that your body stores fat is genetic. And that's not something that you can just change through a workout. Exactly. Or, like, a workout plan. Right. And I think we have such unrealistic expectations for ourselves. Like, I was talking to Maya yesterday about how I could never picture myself as a double zero. Like, I just don't think my body could even get there. And I agreed because of, like, bone structure. Yeah. Like, even if she lost all of her fat, like, I think her she, her hips would still be wide enough where yeah. she'd fit, like, a two or a four. Yeah, I would look like I was sick. And, like, in the 2000s, this was the trend. You still have boobs, too, just given the way your frame is, you know? Yeah. And I was going to say, like, the butt trend, everyone was like, squat, squat, like, get your butt bigger, whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, you can increase your, like, muscle mass. You can try to target certain muscles. But at the end of the day, people have different shaped butts, right? right? Yeah. And so, like, the trend is, like, this, like, you know, what is it, pear or, like, apple shape. Like, this round, round behind, right? Like a right? Heart shape, right? Something really, like, round, you yeah. know? And, like... I mean, I'm a Slav, so mine's a little more square, yeah. you know? So I, so from the side, you're like, oh, it's popping. But from the from the back, if you look straight on, it's like, okay, it's a little more, like, on the side. It's yeah. a little, like, s- square. But that's natural. Like, that is what it, it is. What it, is. And I, I see, it is what it is. It is what it is. But it's to the point where I watch a movie or, like, and there'll be, like, naked scenes and, like, the girls don't, you know, are, are they have small butts or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, shit, yeah, like, lots of people don't have, like, yeah big butts like i forget that's normal that's a thing anymore like what yeah because of social media like that's because that's you spend all your time on it and it's mm-hmm. all you see like that's beauty that's beauty that's beauty yeah but what's the reality advertisements things they try to sell to right. you and it's a shame we can't just appreciate like the whole spectrum you yeah. know even with tits like you can have big tits and then the expectation is that like they're at your neck you know, right. which like is not realistic for big tits, or even like they're prettier if they you have a certain kind of nipple, or if you have like a certain like color. This, there's like right. things like that. You know, right. it's crazy. Like you can't change your fucking skin tone. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, even <laughs> even for men, I mean, just the standards that we have for men too. I mean, it's of course, just, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> so accept what you have. Accept what you were given. You know, you can only work on it to such an extent. You know? Right. Absolutely. It's just, it pains me when people are trying to lose more weight than their frame can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just really upsetting when someone, like, you can see someone, like, looks weak and they, they're still not happy with themselves. And they might never be happy with themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your... Number four. Uh, I was just going to add to, like, the, the back thing you mentioned. Like, how you have, like, pains. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, if you're in pain, like, this would be the... Tomorrow's the perfect day. But generally, to, like, take time to, like, see if you have pain somewhere. And, like, 
do some yoga, stretch that area out, maybe work out, you know, do a meditation, just some kind of like fitness thing. You could go as light as meditation, as heavy as like lifting weights, like something like that, but really pay attention to like your aches and pains. Cause I know I have a lot from like strength training and like I tend to just be like, ah, it's okay, it's okay. But in right. 10 years, it will not be okay. That's true. You know, and I had to go to the back doctor probably yeah. to get an MRI to make sure that I'm doing things like okay, you know, yeah. so... Things like that. Your body at 22 can take on so many different things than at, like, 32 even. Absolutely. Like, my friends in their 30s always tell me, like... Glad up. Certain things you just cannot do anymore. Like, you can't miss out on sleep. You can't drink excessively. Like, your body just is deteriorating over time. I already feel it. Yeah. I already get hangovers all the time compared to when I used to be younger. Right. You know? And, like, now we feel invincible, but, you know, you're curating the body you're gonna have in like 20 30 years take care of it like listen to it it's telling you things yeah so i'm just gonna i mean we're running out of time so i'm gonna just be quick um Mm -hmm. another one was I, i mentioned earlier the beauty ritual so just like doing something you don't do every day like something you do like once a month like get your nails done or um dye your hair or uh, shave your legs, like something that I don't do every day, you know, something that's a little bit like you need time to do, like paint my own nails, something like that. Um, but also a big one for me, I want to mention again, going along with the yoga and meditation thing is manifestation. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a new moon in Aquarius yesterday, everyone. So this is a great time to set some intentions for the month and also for the next six months. Like I, I think there's people underestimate the, the power of a plan and of goals and having those things in your mind. Um, I think that tomorrow is a great tool. Tomorrow today is a great day and it aligns with the moon to set your plans and your intentions and mm-hmm. manifest that shit. So how does that work with the moon cycle? So you, it was supposed to happen yesterday, February um, 12th, but I think you can still do it. It's fine. I gave you the pass. <laughs> so you just get a piece of paper and just like write down a bunch of things you want to happen this month. And I believe you would, you would, uh, work towards those things for 15 days, the next 15 days. And then at that point, um, you would stop. I think it's like the half moon. I don't know what it's called. It's like halfway yeah. through. It's halfway through the cycle, the yeah. moon cycle, right? So halfway through, you would stop um, and you would like let go or something like that. And, and let then, the universe bring it. Exactly. Out. You would take the next 15 days to just kind of like lean back a little bit and see what comes to you. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I believe that's how it goes. It's either that or like the first 15 days you like work towards it and then like in the middle you kind of like it's like go time or like um, maybe it's like right now you're wishing for it. Whatever. Next 15 days, wish for it, look at your list and work towards it. Mm-hmm. Second half of the month is more for it, waiting for it to come into your life. Mm-hmm. Is that all you had? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And maybe um, organizing and cleaning, mm, if that's, that's your thing. Yeah. Makes me feel better. Yeah. What about you? The rest of my list was um, um, boundaries. Um, yeah, sticking you kind of- to your boundaries. We went over that. Um, you know, if you have, if someone does something to you and you have a voice in your head that, like, feels uncomfortable and says, like, oh, that wasn't okay. Like, you do need to communicate to someone that that wasn't okay. You need to stick up for yourself. People aren't mind readers, you know, maybe confront someone on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, just confront be like, someone. you know what? This hurt me. This upset me. Yeah. Um, whether no matter how long ago it was, 
Or, like, write, maybe even, like, diary entry. Like, write what happened to you, mm-hmm. how you feel about it, what you've learned from it, what, what, what boundary you obtained from it. Right, and what you will do in the future to prevent that from right. happening again. Um, another one that I had was accept your childhood trauma. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's a loaded a one. one. <laughs> it's a big one. Good, um, good luck with that. Yeah, but I think... You know, for a while I've been, like, grappling with that and wanting a different childhood. And it's really not something that we can change. But what you do have control over is your adulthood. And it's scary to hear, but we are adults now. And, (laughs) like, you know, you got to look towards the future instead of gripe over the past. Yeah. Um, One thing my therapist taught me was, like, she said sometimes she just hugs herself. And I thought that was cute. Like, sometimes she hugs herself and just kisses herself. That's like me to you. Yeah. And I randomly <laughs> hug you and you're like, what do I do with this? Yeah. So, like, just show yourself affection, you know, whether physically or mentally. And my last one was whenever you get a negative thought in your head, I think it's always important to Catch it. correct it. Yeah. Be mindful of that. Be self-aware. And correct it. Change it to a positive thing. Your thoughts are not reality. Right. It's really just what you've been conditioned to think. Yeah. Like, I think your automatic voice in your head is conditioning. Also, I saw this thing on TikTok because now we're on TikTok and that was a mistake. (laughs) So there's a post where it's like, we stigmatize talking to yourself. And it's actually like really helpful to like have a conversation with your soul Mm. and like just talk to yourself for like 10, 15 minutes. And that can be through writing. But, like, and this may sound creepy, but I really want to, like, have a conversation with myself Hmm. for, like, 15 minutes. Interesting. I did it for, like, a minute yesterday because it's a little unnerving. Like, out loud? Out loud. Out loud. I was like, we need to get headshots done. We need to get some media up on the acting website. We need to, we're going to do this. And I was like, I even asked questions. Like, how do I feel about this? Mm -hmm. I swear to God. And it felt. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. it, It was really weird, but really, like. Because, again, I'm trying to be more decisive right. as a person and more, you know, more direct. And so, like, I'm trying to find the answers within. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to ask myself questions instead of you mm-hmm. or people around me, you know. Right. Because the answers are going to, you know, ultimately come from within. I just, I want to be more in tune with that myself and my intuition and all that. Yeah. All that stuff. It can be scary hearing your own voice, like, out yeah. loud. And you do gloss over things when you just rely on those mental thoughts. Imagine the people listening to us over the podcast. It's yeah. horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember once I, like, read one of the poems that I wrote out loud, and it brought me to tears because I just couldn't recognize my own voice. Like, mm. first of all, out loud, but also from the poem. It's like the subconscious narrator voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very jarring. Yeah. But I love that. Really nice. All right, yeah. guys, I hope this was helpful we to all of you. We jam-packed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, if anything, I hope you could take one or two things away from it. Um, we do wish you luck, luck on your journeys. Loving yourself, falling in love with yourself. Yes, we are not perfect. We are all, we are all on our way. Absolutely. You know, just, I think at the end of the day, got to be in a relationship with yourself. Like, be your own girlfriend, be your own boyfriend, be your own partner. Even if you're a Capricorn or a Gemini, love yourself. You still deserve self Or a Scorpio, love. you know? You, you, it's okay. We give you the pass today. Yeah. You get You the are pass. worthy. You are worthy. <laughs> no. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Just not to date us. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good uh, Valentine's. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Peace.